Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of This is CX. I'm Mike Manfredo. And this is Paul Hagen. Hey, Paul, how are you today? Hey, it's Friday and Sunday in San Francisco. I'm pretty happy. Very nice. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump right in today. So uh, today we want to talk about employee experience. Um, we're hearing a lot about employee experience these days as it relates to customer experience. But I thought we could uh, explore a little bit more about, you know, what is customer experience, why it's important in the CX world. Um, and Paul, uh, I know you're doing some research around this. And so I thought it'd be great to, to have you talk about what you're, what you're learning uh, on the subject. Exciting topic. Perfect. So let's start with, for those who may uh, not be aware of what we mean when we talk about ex employee experience, what is it? What is employee experience? How is it different than customer experience, if it is? Well, it's it's super uh, tightly related with customer experience. It's, um, you know, when we talk about employee experience, it's literally the perceptions that an employee has with the company. So, you know, employees um, uh, are, are different people. They have uh, a life cycle in the same way that a customer has a life cycle is slightly different. And as they go through that life cycle from the recruiting experience to the onboarding experience, to the performance evaluations, to um, job changes uh, within an organization or promotions or sideway lateral moves, or, they also have life events. Um, those life events, like customers, you know, they might have a baby um, or they might uh, be, in a, be taking care of a parent or... Um, they might be moving, you know, these life events impact their ability to perform their jobs. And the more companies support custom, uh, employees through those life cycles and, uh, and, and those, you know, that those life events, um, you know, the more effective that employees can be at doing their jobs, serving and delivering value to customers. So what goes into employee experience? Um, I, at West Monroe, we kind of talk about the, uh, the E3 approach, but what, what do we mean or what, what are the components of uh, employee experience? Well, interestingly, you brought up E3 and, and um, you know, what we've found is, is that there's, there's a lot of terms being thrown around. There's employee engagement and there's employee experience and there's employee enablement and employee effectiveness and all, all sorts of things. So we've been we've been playing around with this idea that there is a notion. Uh, so our our idea around E three is is um, on the engagement side. Engagement is important. It's about capturing people's hearts and minds. It's you know engagement is 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 a slightly different thing than experience. It's about you know how much uh, you know. Uh, incremental effort that a, a, an employee might put in um, on their job above and beyond their job um, because they believe in and they're, they're passionate about their, their, their work. They understand it. They're empowered to, to do it and so forth. So there's an engagement side, which is different than the experience side. When, they, when I look at experience, I think about, you know, the, the processes, the uh, what they what they do on a regular basis and how how well and, and, and again empowered they're able to do their job, but it's much more of a process, um, you know, and 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 an, an emotional side that feeds the engagement side. But none of that happens without the enablement. And 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 when we talk about enablement, there's a lot again a lot of ways of thinking about enablement, but really thinking about the technology 
um, piece of that and digital, you know, the digital work, the, the workforce of the future, the digital workplace. So, you know, if I don't have the tools, I can't really, you know, I can MacGyver my way through. And that we see, we see that a lot within companies, MacGyver my way to, to try to do, uh, serve customers and do my, do my job. Um, but it's not, not, not really frictionless. So, um, so when we think about it, they're just these really intertwined kinds of concepts that again, get talked about in, in silos. And, and I, I think what we're intrigued with is how do you weave those things together? So anytime you're talking about technology, you're thinking about the change and the employee engagement and winning hearts and minds for why are we changing what we're doing, but then really mapping out that customer experience using things that we do all the time in customer experience land, um, um, uh, you know, using personas, using journey maps, um, prototyping, co-creation, you know, using all of those tools to ensure that the employee is the employee experience is really great. So it's not again just about the technology, it's about those other things. And then conversely, we got a lot of uh, various different um, efforts uh, aimed at culture change, culture and culture change, you know, or employee engagement, and making sure that's not in a vacuum. You can't have that without great customer experiences. So understand where are the friction points, and again, using our tools to to uh, uncover those friction points. Um, and then what technologies, you know, uncover the technologies that they need, you know, to to really, again, um, be, uh, you know, not only engaged, but then able to effective in, in carrying out their jobs. So, again, it's really weaving those things together. Yeah, I think it's interesting that, you know, a lot of times people will, instead of employees, they, they kind of talk about it in terms of an internal customer, right? Especially different Absolutely. functions within the organization, they serve employees, right? A lot of shared services and organizations, back office operations, right? Um, looking at, you know, HR and finance and a lot of times, you know, IT, they're supporting internal customers. And so, um, you know, I think it's <laughs> kind of liken it to uh, like family, you know, they're going to be there no matter what. So we may or may not give them the, the right amount of uh, focus, uh, similar to employees. Yeah, we're, we're all kind of part of the team. And so we need to focus more on external customers that we could potentially lose versus, no, 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 there are, in fact, um, we need to serve our internal customers as well um, to, to ultimately effect, you know, effectively uh, deliver the, the experience we want to for our customers. Absolutely. And that, you know, a great and a fantastic point. And that goes both ways. I mean, I see so many organizations that, you know, um, uh, you know, a lot of their processes and systems are all at the, um, you know, for re financial reporting. So a lot of what companies do is just about, you know, we've got a, 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 a tweet, you know, it's, a, it's internally focused and it's internally focused for that, you know, almost inside out to the employees. It's, it's not at that service. On the other hand, you know, some of what we do on the front lines um, has impacts on financial, you know, the finances. And so, you know, there are customers, internal customers both ways, um, you know, in healthy ecosystems, you know, both both sets have to be happy and you got to come to a common compromise. Um, you know, you, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you still got to report out your financials and, and monitor those. Um, um, but your entire company shouldn't necessarily be revolved around that or compliance. You know, compliance tends to be another one. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes security can get in the way. So um, um, it, it becomes interesting. You know, this stuff is all complex. So it's uh, the companies that tackle tackle the complexity are the ones that win. 
Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about why this is so important, right? Um, what, what, what does success look like if you have engaged employees uh, at your organization? Yeah. So, you know, great, great. Uh, there are, there are lots and lots of, of numbers for employee engagement and, and financial results, employee experience and financial results and, you know, em- enabled uh, uh, employees and, 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 and financial results. So, but you know, it's, it, it tends at a broad level to be a virtuous cycle, right? If you've got great employee experiences, engaged employees, you've got lower product, you know, lower turnover, and higher productivity, right? Because you're not having to train people up. So, you know, that leads to fi- financial costs. If you've got engaged uh, em- and, and employees that are that are happy, they serve customer and, you know, enabled employees, they serve customer be- customers better. As customers are served better, there's higher set of loyalty and there's financial results. Um, you know, and as you get finance- happier customers and better financial results, um, you know, you've got happier employees and that's, you know, a greater engagement and a better experience, which, you know, comes, comes back. So, you know, I stole a little bit of that from, from Bruce Tempkin's got a great infographic, um, Mm -hmm. you know, about that virtuous, virtual, virtual cycle. Um, There's lots of stats. I mean, companies got to have a boatload of problems that, you know, most, you know, about 70% of companies, according to Gallup, um, 70% of employees are disengaged, um, um, about 64% of employees say that their company doesn't use the less, latest technology to enable. So, you know, as they're in their personal lives, they've got better technology than at their workplace. Um, more than uh, 50% of managers' times are spent on administrative tasks. So they're not actually managing and coaching uh, internal employees. Um, a study from John Cotter indicated that, you know, the firms that focus on culture have about five times the revenue over companies that don't. Um, And uh, we saw another study about um, that uh, companies that uh, actively engage uh, uh, employees or companies that the the leading companies in terms of customer engagement have about four times the profitability per employee as, as those at the bottom. So, um, you know, lots of problems out there. Um, clearly some, you know, um, uh, you know, if you, the, the better you do at this, better companies do at this, um, you know, it hits the bottom line. And, you know, there's yeah. some common sense to it as well. Right. Yeah. I think the interesting thing is, um, you know, just like when we talk about with customer experience, right, customers' expectations have shifted um, how there are certain industry, you know, industries are not immune to other industry uh, CX leaders. Right. So it's so funny when we talk about, you know, we do actually a lot of work in the utility space. But customers are actively comparing their utility to their experience with Amazon or Apple or some of these other CX leaders, right, that they're engaging with in their own consumer lives. It's the same thing with employees, right? Employees are coming in and they're saying, hey, I have all this digital technology that I, you know, I can engage with the people that I need to at the time that I need to to get the information that I need. Um, as a customer or, or what, you know, in my, in my own personal life, why can I not have that here as an employee, right, to be as efficient as possible? So I think, you know, companies are, they're getting it kind of in two ways. They're getting their customers' expectations, but then the employees' expectations have changed in terms of how I actually do my job. I think to your point also around the um, better engaged employees, um, you know, that, that, 
um, stat around uh, 50% of managers' time spent on admin tasks. A lot of, uh, you know, we, we've had conversations with uh, Mark Snyder around the robotic process automation. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, you hear a lot of automation and people are concerned that their jobs are going to go away from automation. Well, it's really that people are spending a lot of time on menial tasks that can be automated, right? They're repetitive in nature. And uh, I think the research has shown that when employees are, you know, when they're tasked with doing repetitive menial type work, they become less engaged over time, right? Just as human beings, that's, that's how we operate. So if you can, you know, with the technology piece, you, if you can get them away from some of these um, tasks that can be through automation, um, if you, you, can, you can free them up to spend time on higher value uh, more thought-provoking work that, quite frankly, typically translates into being able to provide a better experience to your customers, which then, you know, that that's helps fuel that cycle that you talked about. Absolutely. You know, and I think the danger that, that a, co- a lot of companies do when they go into things like process automation is, is focus on the short-term um, financials from, from, you know, reducing headcount. And, and I'm like, right. that's like shooting yourself in the foot. So you get a short-term gain in, in the financials, and then you undermine, you know, what those employees could be doing in terms of the coaching. You undermine, you know, things like engagement that, you know, lead to, you know, other goodness for your customers and, and, and customer loyalty and, um, you know, and even just, you know, the, the turnover piece and, and productivity. So um, um, I think, you, you know, you're spot on, right? These folks can be doing stuff, other stuff that really brings, you know, higher benefit and, and more revenue types of growth and, and, and value delivery to customers. Yep, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit then about um, the research that you're doing. Uh, so just walk us through, you know, who, who you're working with, what are you focusing on, and um, have you had any kind of key findings or aha type moments come out of uh, what, you've, what you've been hearing and seeing? Yeah, so we we teamed up with um, uh, the Customer Experience Professionals Association and the Association of Change Management Professionals, um, and you know we're kind of just fielding a survey of, of of you know those types of roles and saying, hey, there's a lot of change going on there. Um, we hear a lot about you know Harvard Business Review just recently had an article about employee you know employee experience, employee engagement is the raging business you know new. Uh, uh, actually, it's employee experience is the raging new business metric. So we just kind of wanted to find out from you know those change management professionals and customer customer experience professionals, what's going on in your company? You know what's driving you know the change and 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 the 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 the, the focus on this? How are you doing at it? You know what are your challenges? Um, so you know some of the key findings that we've got is you know there's lots of drivers of change on the on the social side you you, you know you talked a lot about um, expectations and, and some of those expectations are certainly around technology but you know there's other things there there are expectations around you know fair pay uh, and gender equality um, there's expectations around flexibility um, in the modern workforce I you know I want to work on my own hours at my home you know uh, avoid a commute. Uh, be able to take care of kids uh, uh, or you know, and or parents, those types of things. And then things like inclusion and diversity, you know, that's a big topic, uh, you know, uh, across the board, um, you know, people asking for more and demanding more, um, um, 
uh, particularly around underrepresented uh, underrepresented groups. So there's a lot of a social drivers of, of change and and trying to get that notion of engagement and and, and um, um, experience. But there's also technology. You know, we asked about technology drivers of change. Uh, you know, we heard analytics and data, digital process automation. You know, were some of the top top things that we got. Uh, you know, we heard in terms of you know those drivers. Um, so despite the fact that there, you know, a lot of folks are, are focusing on this, we uh, or, or or our pressure to change. We actually found that a focus on employees was not a top strategic in, uh, priority. So we we asked them, kind of, you know, in the in the top ten, you know, where did the focus on cu- on employees come in? And it's in the top ten, but more often than not, majority of companies, it's in the bottom of the top 10 priority, bottom half of the top 10 priorities. Um, So, you know, it's important, but they're not focused on there. And, you know, when we ask them to rate their, 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 their companies at delivering great experiences at engaging their employees and uh, enabling them, um, they rated themselves pretty harshly. Um, A majority, you know, if you look at kind of a net promoter type scoring zero to 10 system, you know they were they were pretty close to a zero um, or below, so they don't think they're doing well, and that reflects, I think, part of the pro, you know part of the, the the priority system. You know, and then when we asked them about challenges, uh, the top three things that came up were a lack of strategy, a lack of budget, and inflexibility of legacy systems. Um, so interesting, right? They're, they, it's not a priority, so they're you know they don't, they don't have a good vision. There's no budget, and and you know the systems are are quite frankly getting in the way, which we see a lot. I think that's interesting. Did did they indicate any sort of reason why um, why it just wasn't you know it, it isn't a priority within the organization, or you know historically, do we have a good understanding as to why? I we didn't get a good sense of uh, of that, um, and it, you know I wasn't expecting, given the the buzz that we've heard out there around employee experience and employee engagement, I was expecting it to be a, t- a higher priority. I mean, things like digital transformation, um, um, customer experience are coming up there high, and so you know I, I I think you know I think we're hearing a lot of stuff and we, we probably think uh, the employee side of it needs to be a, a bigger priority. And I think from the cutting edge firms or the leading edge firms, you know, you got to get your employee house. If you want to deliver great customer experiences, you got to get the house internally um, together. Um, you know, otherwise you're again, just MacGyvering things. So, you know, I think one of the key findings and one of the key recommendations we're coming out of is you got to prioritize this stuff a little bit higher that, Employee engagement and employee experience. This notion of the E three is almost a, a, a precursor to customer, you know, actually de- delivering and moving the needle around customer experience. And I think there's some low hanging fruit that every company has um, that doesn't necessarily require a huge amount of, uh, you know, it's the quick fixes and the low, um, the, the quick fixes and the places where we're shooting ourselves in the foot with customers. But I think to go from you know, that find and fix to really transformative customer experience and differentiating on that, this is the big nut to crack, you know, and one in five companies are are, are, are delivering great customer experiences. So um, I think that's where the, 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 the table is starting to turn. Yeah, I feel like, you know, when you mentioned kind of in terms of the challenges, lack of strategy, okay, yeah, I think lack of budget is a 
is a big piece to this. Um, we live in a world of competing priorities, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, people see, potentially see, uh, customer experience and employee experience kind of being at odds or, you know, it's, oh boy, now, you know, we're, you're now introducing more things that are going to potentially try and take up or we got to split the pie up. That pie isn't necessarily um, any bigger, but now we're trying to split it up amongst more things. So, but I think it's a mind shift of trying to get people to understand that there is a direct correlation between, or, and, and frankly, a heavy integration between customer experience and employee experience. You can't have one without the other. Um, I think just some of the challenges um, that, that people uh, or that organizations are, are dealing with is where do I start maybe, right? Is it, is it kind of chicken or the egg? Do I start with customer experience? Do I start with employee experience? Which one feeds the other? And it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, it, at a holistic level, you have, you know, the employee experience components have to be part of the broader CX vision to this um, in order to, to truly kind of ramp up the efforts. And, you know, going back to our conversation from a metrics and measurement standpoint, that's why the idea of the balanced scorecard and, and including an employee component of that is so crucial, right? Because you need to have a pulse on that to see where are we um, and, and, and ultimately can you, can you get to, well, here, you know, and as we heard from some of the, the metrics that you provided, some of the research done, there is a distinct correlation between, uh, between the two. I think it's interesting that you mentioned, um, or we talk about the, the fact that a lot of companies are, are not really, they don't really have a, a voice of the employee, uh, program or a measure, you know, a way to, to measure and gather information and listen to our employees, um, you know, more than maybe once a year, you kind of hear that annual employee survey versus, well, we're, you know, we're trying to talk about measuring the perception from our customers through a VOC program in an ongoing basis, right? Um, we should really be doing the same from an employee standpoint. So that way we have a good pulse on what's happening and all the changes that are occurring that is not negatively impacting the employee experience. Absolutely. I mean, that was, you know, finding, you know, a majority of the companies we asked, you know, take the pulse of of employees, you know, once a year or less. And I'm like, in this day and age of real-time data and the capabilities, you know, to put in a voice of the employee program and keep a pulse on it, you know, uh, um, you know, the combination of like, not only are they not asking, but when you look at most employee surveys, they're very self-serving and, you know, congratulatory, you know, they're set up for, you know, telling a good story as opposed to really understanding what's going on. You know, how, how are our internal services, you know, from IT to, to, to HR, to, to marketing, really supporting what we're trying, you know, to, to accomplish. So, you know, companies are largely flying blind. I think in terms of the chicken and the egg, I mean, more, you know, we, 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 you know, we serve, we serve customer experience professionals. So, you know, we're really, you know, I think that you can, you know, it still all starts from the customer and you can get some big wins. And I think some mistakes that people do is start trying to engage customer employees um, before they've really understood, um, you know, the customer. And I think you using that customer lens can be a really powerful way to uh, to engage employees and to really think through the experience and align what in- employees are doing with what customers are doing. So there, there's really less friction for both. Um, so um, I think they can go hand in hand, but I still think it still starts with the customer 
It just needs to then, you know, very quickly uh, 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 move to the employee. I think some internal internal services need to step up, right? HR, mm-hmm. um, you know, it doesn't necessarily require big budgets to do this. HR is providing training, communications. You know, they've got an onboarding experience. There's a recruiting experience. That recruiting experience is really horrible um, more often than not. Right. But, you know, taking a customer experience, a human centered design lens and and walking through the employee journey, you know, something that you could do it pretty, pretty easily. Um, you know, it doesn't take a lot of, of, of effort to start, you know, or, or money to start going and, and doing that sort of thing. So I, I think it's just about doing things a lot differently than necessarily requiring budgets. There are a lot of companies uh, deploying uh, Microsoft 360. And I think there's a lot of disaster zones because it's all about the technology and the customer, you know, that employee and the scenarios that they're doing and the work that they're doing, you know, it, it, it's it's sort of all in a vacuum, you know, where we can p- apply some human-centered design to that and, and make it a whole lot better. Yeah, absolutely. We're, uh, I, I want to kind of end with this this last question for you. Given that it starts with the customer, but we know that employee experience is important to, to being able to deliver a good customer experience. Is EX the responsibility of a CX team? So if we think of in terms of uh, kind of racy matrix of responsible, accountable, um, is, is a CX team really ultimately either responsible or being or should be held accountable for the employee experience? Or is it something where they are helping drive and inform, but they're not necessarily ultimately responsible or, or accountable? Yeah, that I, I think that's an interesting organization design issue. Ultimately it's 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 the C suite that's you know responsible and accountable for it. Um, it can land in a customer experience team. I've seen, you know, former former uh, chief customer officer at Rackspace you know, before he took the job, um, required that HR reported up into him because we can't, you know, he, he understood we could, we can't do customer experience without um, uh, managing the employee experience and engaging employees. So in some cases, you know, there's certainly you can you can do it that way. I think in other cases, you know, you're bringing HR along in a more matrixed type of way. And, 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 and your HR, um, you know, and, and or some of the, the, you know, is getting involved in a broader scope of the, you know, the people side of this, you know, along with internal marketing and, 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 and technology. So I don't, I don't know that there is a one size fits all for this, but, you know, for any, any company putting in place, you know, a broader customer experience operating model, you know, you know, that's, in, you know, thinking about the organization, not only its own organization design, but how do you, how do you put this in there? You know, be, just becomes an interesting um, organization design issue that you should, you know, tackle early um, to, to figure out that accountability and, uh, you know, that along the, 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 the responsibility and accountability, the racy type of, 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 of mechanism. Awesome. All right. Well, that was a great conversation, Paul. Um, I think it's really interesting, the employee experience stuff. I mean, you know, just like we're all customers, well, many of us are employees as well. So being able to put it, uh, you know, think about it in our own lives is, uh, is always an interesting uh, exercise. So, um, but appreciate everyone joining us, listening in on this. Uh, and no doubt we will have more conversations around uh, employee experience uh, in the future. So, Thanks again. Super. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, all. Take care.